the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Jesus overcame death, right? I mean, he overcame the grave. When Jesus was crucified and buried, it looked pretty hopeless. But then on the third day, he rose again from the dead. So not even the grave was too difficult for Jesus to overcome. The Bible tells us that the same power that raised Jesus from the grave is working in us and working in our lives. That resurrection power. God can overcome impossible, hopeless situations. There's nothing that's too big for God to handle. Today, as you look at Jacob's example in his life with Pastor Dan, you can see God's hand working in him. Even his master became blessed through his faith and work ethic. God's powerful hand can move anyone through your example, and you never know where or when. That's when it's worth looking at Jacob's example. At all times, live as though everything you're doing is for the Lord, and you'll start to see Him move in and through your life lived. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 30 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. In verse 30, Jacob says, It has increased to a great amount. If you're a note-taker, that phrase means to break forth. In other words, there was a sudden explosion of growth since Jacob came to work for Laban. And Laban knows it. And Jacob knows it. And notice in verse 30 that Jacob doesn't take credit for this explosion of growth of Laban's flock. Jacob gave the glory to the Lord. He says, The Lord has blessed you. The Lord has blessed you since my coming. Always give glory to God. Always give glory to God for your success. The Bible says, what do you have that you have not received from the Lord? So don't take credit for it. Always give glory to God. And at the end of verse 30, Jacob says, when shall I provide for my own house? Jacob has a very honorable motivation as a man and a husband and as a father. He wants to provide for his own family and for his own future. That's a good thing. Now, up to now, all of Jacob's hard work has benefited Laban. It's all gone to Laban. Jacob has 11 sons and a daughter and four wives. And he has a desire to provide for them. That's a good desire for a man to have and a husband and a father to have. And working for Laban, this current arrangement they have, it's not providing enough for Jacob's family. And just practically speaking, if a job doesn't provide enough for your family, you should find another job that does. Or get a second job to make ends meet. Do what you have to do to provide for your family. So verse 31, now pay attention to what happens here. So he said, 
what shall I give you? Again, name your price. And Jacob said, well, you shall not give me anything. Remember, that was the offer he made him before when he switched Leah and Rachel. (laughs) So Jacob says, you shall not give me anything if you will do this for me. I will again feed and keep your flocks. If you'll do this, I'll continue to work for you and keep your flocks. Here's the deal. Let me pass through all your flock today, removing from there all the speckled and spotted sheep and all the brown ones among the lambs and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and these shall be my wages. Now, Jacob says to Laban, I'll continue to keep your flocks. I'll continue working for you and keeping your flocks. And you give me any speckled or spotted or brown sheep that are born from this point, and any spotted or speckled goats that are born from that this point, these will be mine. Now, in the Middle East, sheep are usually solid white, similar to how they are here, and goats are usually solid black or brown. So the sheep and goats Jacob asks for here would be very rare, very uncommon, and undesirable to Laban. I want you to note here, though, that Jacob, he is in a position where he has the upper hand because he's the reason Laban is prospering. And Laban knows he's the reason, and Jacob knows he's the reason. Jacob is thinking about leaving. Jacob could take advantage of Laban here. He could demand much more. He could ask for you know, an equal share of the flock. He could say, we're going to split the flock 50-50, half and half, or I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Jacob could get even with Laban for what Laban did to Jacob. You know, Jacob could think, well, here's my chance to really get back at Laban for what he did to me. But Jacob doesn't do that. Jacob actually asked for the inferior sheep and goats for himself. And he leaves Laban with the best of the flocks. Jacob's offer is very generous to Laban. You know, Jesus said, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. That's what Laban, that's what Jacob does here for Laban. You know, in Romans chapter 12, it says, repay no one evil for evil, have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Doing good to a person who's done you evil. You know, there in Romans, Paul says, by doing this, you heap coals of fire on his head. That doesn't mean like you're going to burn their scalp or something like that. It's not saying, well, this is a way you can get back at them. Now, when he says there that you heap coals of fire on his head, you know, fire in the Old Testament, it's a symbol of God's presence. And he's saying, when you 
show goodness and generosity and kindness and grace to a person who has done you wrong and has done evil towards you, you're bringing the presence of God into that relationship now. And Jacob illustrates this with his offer to Laban. Instead of getting even, Jacob blessed the one who cursed him and did good to the one who has spitefully used him. So he makes this offer to him, basically saying, give me all the undesirable sheep that are born from this point on, and you can have all of the desirable sheep. Look at verse 33. So my righteousness will answer for me in time to come when the subject of my wages comes before you. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the lambs will be considered stolen if it is with me. You know, I've mentioned this several times in our study of the life of Jacob in the book of Genesis, how Jacob is often portrayed as being dishonest and deceptive, but we see his integrity. We see his generosity. We see his righteousness. He says, my righteousness will answer for me. This was an opportunity for Jacob to be a deceiver, to get back, but he doesn't do that. He acts in a very righteous way. And he says, my righteousness will answer for me. And he says, if I have any solid colored sheep or goats in my flocks, just consider them stolen. I I just want the unwanted sheep, the unwanted goats. And so verse 34, Laban said, oh, that it were according to your word. Laban says, of course I can agree to this. You know, here's the deal. Jacob keeps working for him. And Laban gets to have all the superior, solid-colored sheep and goats that are born. And Jacob gets all of the inferior, speckled and spotted sheep and goats that are born. I mean, Laban couldn't ask for better terms in this agreement. So he says, let it be according to your word. You got a deal, sucker. But then watch what Laban does next. Verse 35. Now, you gotta, you gotta really pay attention to, to understand what's happening now. So he, that's Laban, Laban removed that day the male goats that were speckled and spotted, all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, everyone that had some white in it, and all the brown ones among the lambs, and he gave them into the hand of his sons, Then he put three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. Here's what Laban does. Laban agrees to this arrangement with Jacob, but then Laban removed from his flock all the sheep and goats that had the coloring that Jacob was supposed to keep for himself. So Jacob can't use those sheep and goats to breed. He sends them three days away. So there's no chance of Jacob crossbreeding with them. All that Jacob has to work with now are solid colored sheep and goats, the dominant coloring. And from the solid colored sheep and goats, Jacob has to produce spotted and speckled offspring for him. Laban has made this as difficult as possible for Jacob to succeed. He makes this agreement, but then he takes all the speckled and spotted sheep and goats away and just leaves Jacob 
with the solid-colored sheep and goats. Man, that son of a gun. Laban knows that he is prosperous because of Jacob. He knows that. Jacob was very generous and gracious with Laban in this arrangement, and Laban responds by taking advantage of Jacob's generosity and leaving him with nothing to work with. Maybe you've experienced that. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment, but first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Maybe you've shown someone generosity and kindness and forgiveness, and they respond by mistreating you. They respond by taking advantage of you and ripping you off again and leaving you with nothing, and you feel so burned by it. After what you just did, you just made this wonderful gesture, and this is how they respond. Jesus understands what that's like. Jesus, remember, was betrayed by a close friend, Judas. And Jesus, as Judas comes to betray Jesus, Jesus calls him friend. Jesus says to Judas, friend, why have you come? And remember, Judas betrays Jesus with a kiss. And Jesus said, do you betray me with a kiss? You would kiss someone on the cheek that you love. So he's kind of saying, Judas, I mean, do you love me? Is this the way you're going to betray me? But not only was there Judas, Peter, remember, denied that he had any association with Jesus. And all of the other disciples, they abandoned Jesus in his hour of greatest need and, and left him alone. Jesus understands what this is like. And here, Jacob is left in a very, very tough situation. After making this agreement with Laban, he's left in a very tough situation. You know, our God is really, really good at overcoming really tough situations. Even situations that seem impossible to us or that look hopeless to us, as this situation is for Jacob, our God is really good at those kinds of situations and turning them around for good. Jesus overcame death, right? I mean, he overcame the grave. When Jesus was crucified and buried, it looked pretty hopeless. But then on the third day, he rose again from the dead. So not even the grave was too difficult for Jesus to overcome. The Bible tells us that the same power that raised Jesus from the grave is working in us and working in our lives, that resurrection power. And God can overcome impossible, hopeless situations. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And the answer is no. There's nothing too hard for our God. With God, all things are possible. 
So this looks like a really impossible situation for Jacob. Now watch what Jacob does here, verse 37. Now Jacob, he took for himself rods of green poplar and of the almond and chestnut trees. He peeled white strips in them and exposed the white which was in the rod. So he peels the bark off to expose the the white. Verse 38, And the rods which he had peeled, he set before the flocks in the gutters, in the watering troughs, where the flocks came to drink, so that they should conceive when they came to drink. So the flocks conceived before the rods, and the flocks brought forth streaked, speckled, and spotted. Now again, he's only got solid-colored sheep and goats to work with here, but they bring forth streaked, speckled, and spotted, the sheep that Jacob gets to keep. Then Jacob separated the lambs, and he made the flocks face toward the street, and all the brown in the flock of Laban. But he put his own flocks by themselves, and did not put them with Laban's flocks. And it came to pass, whenever the stronger livestock conceived, that Jacob placed the rods before the eyes of the livestock in the gutter, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the flocks were feeble... He did not put them in, so the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger were Jacob's. Now you read this and you think, what in the world is this talking about? I mean, this seems pretty strange. Now these verses often come under attack by critics of the Bible, and these verses are used as an example of folklore and just silly superstition that's in the Bible. But they're not silly superstition, and they're not folklore. What did Jacob do? Jacob took branches of poplar, almond, chestnut, he peeled off the bark, and he placed the branches in the drinking troughs of the sheep. Okay. Scientists have found that there are chemical compounds in these particular trees that promote the overall health of sheep and increase the reproductive rate of sheep, the conception rate, and the number of multiple births in sheep. There's a whole science of all of this, where scientists today are doing what Jacob was doing 3,800 years ago. All Jacob did is he took these branches that we know now that have these chemicals in them that affect the reproductive ability of sheep, and he took these branches and he steeped them in the drinking water of the sheep, making kind of like an herbal tea for the sheep, I guess. And so the sheep would consume the chemicals that would help them with their reproduction. And when it was Laban's sheep, he didn't let them drink from that water. (laughs) I think that's the closest thing that Jacob gets to getting even with Laban here. But my point here is that Jacob was not practicing some silly superstition or some fertility magic. These different branches didn't somehow magically determine the coloring of the sheep. He was practicing science. Pharmacology, 
animal husbandry 3,800 years ago, doing things that are still studied and practiced today by scientists and farmers. Listen, you can trust the Bible. It's not a book of fairy tales or superstition or folklore. The Bible is the Word of God, and it's true, every word of it, every word of it. And I want you to note here what Jacob does. Jacob is put into a very, very difficult situation where he totally gets ripped off again by Laban. And what does Jacob do in this situation? Jacob did, listen, he did what he knows to do as a shepherd. It's all that he did. He knows about sheep. He knows about breeding sheep. He understands that. He's a shepherd. And so what Jacob did in this very difficult situation is he did what he knew to do as a shepherd. And God miraculously blessed his efforts. Moses had a shepherd's staff. That's what God used. David had a sling and a stone. He knew how to use that because he was a shepherd and he had used that sling and that stone to kill a bear and kill a lion. He could use that. And here with Jacob, well, Jacob did what he knew to do as a shepherd. When you face a difficult situation, when you're looking at something that just seems impossible and you're thinking, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You just do what you know to do, whatever that may be, as simple as that may be. You just do what you know to do, and you trust the Lord to do what he will do. And for Jacob, well, I'm a shepherd. I know how to breed sheep. I know how to make sure that they're healthy for reproduction, and I can do that. I can't determine the color of their wool. I can't determine which ones will be solid colored, which will be striped and streaked and spotted and God's in charge of that, but I can do what I know to do. I can do my part, and I can trust the Lord to do the rest. Because the outcome is in his hands. I'm going to do the things that I can do, and then I'm trusting the Lord to give me the streaked and the speckled and the spotted out of these solid-colored sheep and goats. Now look at verse 43. Thus the man, Jacob, became exceedingly prosperous. And he had large flocks, female and male servants and camels and donkeys. Now, listen, note takers, when it says Jacob became exceedingly prosperous, it's the same Hebrew word used in verse 30 for Laban. Jacob now has an explosion of growth among his flocks while Laban's stock is going down, you know. Jacob's is exploding. Even though spotted and speckled and streaked were rare, Jacob just did what he knew to do, and God increased his flock miraculously, as we'll see in chapter 31. Just do what you know to do. Do the part that you can do. I can do this. I've got a shepherd's staff. I know how to use a sling and a stone. Never used it with a giant before, but I know how to breed sheep. You just do what you know to do. 
and trust the Lord with the results. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Genesis, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and we encourage you to keep reading on your own. As you go through Genesis, it's important to not lose sight of the bigger picture of God's plan. You get some valuable insights into God's character through this book and how he interacts and intercedes with those he's created. Would you like to listen to more teachings from this series or explore other message series from God's Word? If so, visit our website, calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast. It's a great way to keep connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you every time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We also want to encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your walk with the Lord. It's important to spend time in fellowship with other believers. The body of Christ functions best together after all. If you're ever in or near the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Visit calvaryec.com to find directions and get more information about joining us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. That's all we have time for today. Tune in next time to continue this study in Genesis right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.